Welcome to Raw Law America for the law you can use and the law to amuse. We've got some great information for you today. And it's coming up in much less than a minute, but first a mandatory disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only and is not specific legal advice for your situation. For that, you need an experienced attorney in your jurisdiction. Your listening to this podcast is your agreement and acknowledgement that no attorney-client relationship is established thereby. For 40 years in New York, I've been representing regular guys, business guys, and top-level wise guys, so this ain't my first rodeo. So saddle up and come along for today's ride. Greetings and welcome to episode 59 of Raw Law, Good Habit, where we discuss the implied warranty of habitability for tenants when renting a residential apartment. Even if there is no specific lease language about this warranty, since it is implied, it is there as a tenant right and landlord obligation, even if it isn't there on the paperwork. The definition of what is and what isn't habitable in a dwelling may vary from state to state in specifics and from case holding to case holding, but we're going to talk about basics here. The property has to be livable, suitable for human habitation. After all, rats, mice, and roaches never complain about the quality of the apartments they are infesting, which would make those apartments in violation of the implied warranty of habitability, because an infestation of vermin is verboten when it comes to this warranty. There has to be sufficient heat cooling if the, air, if the landlord supplies air conditioning. Hot water, electricity, toilets, and other plumbing fixtures must be working, and the apartment unit must be structurally sound. Hazardous materials like asbestos, mold, and lead paint, especially when there are children seven years or under in the apartment, are usual no-nos. There has to be reasonable building security measures in place, like locks, a buzzer entry system, and things like that to keep tenant inhabitants free from non-tenant bad guys. Now... Common areas of the building like stairways, elevators, laundry rooms must be properly maintained. As I said, vermin have to be controlled unless they come in the form of building inspectors, in which case they have to be allowed in and on the property so they can be properly bribed to look the other way for all of the building violations they will find unless properly compensated. I am, of course, half kidding. Municipalities like New York City the tenant capital of the country, of course, put more obligations on a landlord so that there is sufficient disincentive to own and maintain rental property where people in a rather crowded city like New York need places to live. Thanks, Mr. Cuomo, and lots of luck on those cases against you, by the way. Maybe your brother on CNN can get you a job behind the camera. Okay, back to our subject. This implied warranty cannot be waived or removed by a lease clause. Landlords are stuck with it. Tenants retain its benefit. So, tenants, what do you do if you believe there's a breach of this warranty, not, repeat, not, caused by you? In other words... If you keep stuffing your yo-yo collection in the toilet, the toilet backs up. That one's on you, not the landlord. So the first thing you do is give notice of the problem to the landlord in writing, and I recommend doing it via certified mail return receipt requested and in any other way the notice provision in your lease requires. You want to be able to prove in court that should you need to go there, yes, Your Honor, I told him, and here's proof that he heard it. 
depending on the laws of your state, you might have the right to withhold rent. But if you do, the landlord might have the right to evict you for non-payment unless you prove the violation of the implied warranty and or that the eviction was retaliatory because you held back money because he didn't properly maintain the apartment. By the way, if you do withhold rent, my recommendation is you don't spend what you withhold on jelly beans and baseball cards, but deposit the money in the bank and let the landlord know that you have deposited that money in the bank to be paid over to him once the condition that violates habitability is remediated. This looks a lot better in court. As an alternative, you can pay the rent and rat the landlord out to whatever government authority in your state deals with landlord-tenant matters and building code violations. I don't recommend this as a first move because that might piss off your landlord more than withholding rent because he might be subject to a big heaping handful of government fines and possibly a short stay in the county hotel. You can also sue the landlord, but if you want him to do something affirmatively as opposed to just paying you some money, small claims court ain't going to cut it. They don't have the power, and you will need to hire a guy like I used to be to pay them and, and pay them and pray that the court later on awards you legal fees, which may or may not be collectible. Landlords have taken a beating from the governments, and I say governments because that's state and federal, in the last year and a half. And they may be legitimately too broke to keep up their properties in accordance with the implied warranty of habitability. But tough nookies, landlords, the warranty is still there and you must be in compliance with it or your friendly neighborhood tenants might start withholding rent, which assumes they're even paying you in this time of plague any rent. Now, if you are a landlord or businessman looking for money, listen to the information in this next very important and rent-free message. Do you need working capital, an SBA loan, or a loan for your real estate investment business? Start the process by sending a blank email to rawlawinfo at gmail.com. That's R-A-W-L-A-W-I-N-F-O, rawlawinfo at gmail.com. Subprime and low-doc loans available. Do it now. Okay, ciao for now, and remember to get on my email subscriber list at rawlawamerica.com. That's rawlawamerica.com. It's free. You'll be notified when the twice-a-week episodes are posted. That's rawlawamerica.com, where you'll also find all prior episodes of The Law You Can Use and The Law to Amuse.